Welcome to Community Cocktails with Kimberly, hosted by Kimberly Woodard, a realtor for nearly 20 years with Ebby Halliday Realtors. Join her every first and third Wednesday of the month as she meets with the top community influencers to help you get to know the area you want to call home. Don't just love your home, love your community. And now, your host, Kimberly Woodard. Welcome viewers to this episode of Community Cocktails with Kimberly. I am so excited. So we are going to talk about that one question that is going through everyone's mind right now. Is this a good time to buy? Well, today I have Craig Gerald here with First Horizon and he has over 40 years of experience. So very knowledgeable and has seen a lot of different markets and places in his time and welcome. Well, glad to be here. This is great. Yes, yes. So. You know, everyone is all, you know, oh, it's doomsday. <laughs> you know, interest rates have risen. Um, is it a good time to buy? You know, let's talk about that. You know, I've always thought it's a great time to buy in Dallas because we've always had such a strong economy. Right. You know, thousands of people move here every month. Uh, there's always firm prices on houses. Right. Our, our house prices just don't collapse here like they do in other parts of the country. Right. Uh, when you read about they're down 50% in Phoenix, you know, they might be down 5% in Dallas yeah. in, a, in a bad recession. Right. We just never have the same economic downturn that other folks do. So we've always got strong supply and demand. We've always got folks moving here. People always need to buy a house. Right. And uh, yes, the market has kind of normalized. We're yes. just kind of back to normal. As I tell customers every day, we just forgot what normal was. Correct. We were in like La La Land for too yeah. long. <laughs> you know, it might take it might take three whole days to sell your house, uh, 30 whole days yeah. to sell your house instead of three, right. three days or three hours. Yes. <laughs> uh, you might only get five offers instead of 50. Yeah. Uh, but just because interest rates have gone up doesn't mean it's not a great time to buy a house in Dallas. Uh, yeah. We still, what we've seen a return of, it was popular 40 years ago. Mm -hmm. It was popular 20 years ago. And now it's popular again today. Arm loans have come back into play. Yep. You can get a couple percent lower on an arm than you can on a 30 year fix. So everybody is doing those like crazy. You know, if you, if you can get a 10 year arm at two points less, say four or 500 bucks a month. Mm -hmm. Well, the odds are in 10 years, you're going to upsize, you're going to downsize, right. you're going to move, you're going to refinance. You're going to get a promotion. You're going to move across town. You're going to do, you're going to have another baby. You're going to do something right. in the next 10 years. You're not going to be in that house. So why not take the lower rate for the 10 years? And then if rates come back down, which they will, yep, you can always refinance. So correct. And that's what, you know, we had, you know, you keep hearing the motto, uh, marry the house, not the rate because exactly. you know, you're not married to your rate. Um, you can refinance. That's why the refi market was booming the whole time during low interest rates because people kept refinancing, oh, yeah. you know, multiple times, you know, too. So, you know, it's a uh, uh, refinance booms have happened many times. Mm -hmm. People that comes and goes actually yeah. rates historically, they're about where they've been the last 30 or 40 years. Right. So everybody there again, we forgot what normal was when rates right. go to seven, everyone, everyone thinks the sky is falling. That's what rates were for the last 30 or 40 years on average. Right. And so prices have leveled off. Rates are still good. They're still competitive. And the market has gone back to normal on the sales contracts. You're not seeing the, the crazy bidding wars. You're not seeing the appraisal yeah. waivers. Sellers are actually paying normal closing costs again. Yes. There's actually a little give and take in the contract. A little negotiation. <laughs> a little negotiation. 
uh, maybe even, a, uh, God forbid, they do a repair. Yeah. I mean, it's things have just kind of got to back the way it was forever. Right. And I think people, you know, forgot about how, you know, normally a transaction goes through is that there's a little give and take. There's a little negotiation during that time. And, you know, then we all come together. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, one thing, you know, and I keep, you know, telling people is, you know, here's your, here's a house that's priced, you know, you know, say 500. Um, and in our market a few months ago, someone could be paying 575 for that or 600 because we were seeing those kind of inflated over list price offers being had. Well, now you're actually buying that house at 500, even though the interest rates are a little higher. At the end of the day, when you're looking at your numbers, you're probably going to be at the same. Yeah. Um, and guess what? As your property um, increases um, and value, you're going to get more equity faster. Sure. So. Yeah, even even though rates are a little bit higher, you didn't pay an extra hundred thousand dollars for your house. So right. I think you're probably coming out pretty good. And for those, and I will say for the folks that paid that extra hundred thousand dollars six months ago, right. the value of the house is still there. Right. You're not going to lose that hundred thousand right. dollars. Prices are pretty firm, uh, but now things are selling for at or near the list price, like it was for the last thirty or forty years. I keep coming back yeah. to that. If you look, if you look back thirty years. Prices usually went for uh, sales went for about ninety six to ninety seven percent of the list price. That was just normal. Yeah, uh, there was always a little give and take there. Right. So we're just back to a normal negotiation, a normal price, a good value for the house. Nor do I think you're going to lose money on the house you bought a few months ago either. Right. And I think back to your point of you know is really reeducating everyone about these different programs that we have not. It's like. Let's go back into the vault and get them out because you know, we've had people that have, we've seen that interest rate so low for so long that everyone was doing you know, fixed rate. Why not? But they didn't really look ever at arms. So you've got some generations, especially the generation that bought, and maybe they're the ones, you know, they bought five years ago, you know, interest rates were low. They're at that time where, you know what, we really could upsize, but we're scared because um, interest rates are low. Well, look, you've looked, lived in this house for five years. Is the next house going to be five to 10 years? Correct. Let's look at this, you know, this arm um, option that was really popular. And probably if they spoke with, you know, relatives of theirs that are, you know, parents or they would be like, oh, yeah, that's how we bought our house, how we could afford to. So. You know, the United States is the only country in the world that, that has fixed rate mortgages. You can't even get those anywhere else in the world. Oh, Everyone is adjustable rates except for us. Yeah. Uh, but we've always had that secondary market. We've always had these 30-year fixed rates. But arms have come way back popular again. And the other thing you're, you're hearing about again is the 2-1 buy-down. Yep. Uh, we yep. haven't heard that in 20 years. No, we have not. Uh, and we've also had people paying points for the first time in about 20 years. You, yes. know, you can actually pay an extra point or 1% of the loan amount to buy the interest rate down. And that's become very popular. Yes. Uh, there might even be a few sellers out there that might pay those points for you. Yes. It's, uh, it's all negotiable. Yes. In your contract. Right. right. Uh, it's back to that big word that we have not used in so long is negotiations. Yeah. yeah. You know, a little give and take. Yeah. But two one buy downs are back. The arms are back. Uh, the seven or the 10 year arm is the most popular because there again, right. something's going to change in the next seven to 10 years. And if you're still in that house, which most people will not be in that house, right. but if you're still there, 
you can always refinance when those fixed rates come back and, and they will give it a couple of years and the rates are going to come back down. Yeah. I mean, what it comes up comes down. <laughs> it, it always has. We've always run in these cycles. Oh yeah. Uh, interest rates the last couple of years were artificially stimulated by the government. Uh, we'll never, you know, those, that subsidy was, you know, record subsidies we've never seen before. Right. 3% rates was not normal. 4% yeah. rates was not normal. 5% rates was getting a little back to normal. Right. Sevens actually is normal. Yeah. Uh, but it'll come back down below seven. So don't be afraid to buy a house. It's still a great time to buy a house, get yeah. a great deal. You can still get an affordable rate yep. uh, if you do something creative like the adjustable rate. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And I think that you know brings a great point is that it is still affordable. Um, and those, you know, those buyers that, you know, you're sitting there, maybe you got frustrated with the market um, where it was, where you kept, you know, I had buyers losing out, you know, on multiple homes, um, you know, and it was just frustrating. You decided to rent. Well, look at what you're paying for rent look at the home, look at one of these adjustable rates, and you're probably going to be doing better because also you're developing equity into something versus your rent where you're just, and rent prices are just keep going up. Yeah. Rent prices have actually gone up faster than house prices. And rental rates yeah. in the Dallas area have been going up 20% a year. So why do you want to throw that money away on rent? when you could be owning a house. Right. Uh, even at today's prices, it's still a bargain. The value is still there. Yeah. It's still a good price for the house. Real estate values are still stable here. You're still getting a good deal on the house and you're not throwing that money away on rent every month, which is going up faster than even house prices are. It is. And you know, there are you know, people that do need to rent for um, economical reasons or personal reasons at first. But if you're in a situation where you're, you've decided, oh, I'm just going to take a break because, you know, the market was crazy. You're, you know, really look at your finances because you would be most likely ahead if you oh, sure. purchase. Sure. <laughs> you still got to build that equity. Yes. And, uh, and with with the average apartment rent now being close to $2,000 a month for oh, just yeah. a regular apartment, you can buy a lot of house for $2,000 a month. Oh, definitely. Uh, you, you don't want to be sitting in a little one-bedroom apartment somewhere. No, no. I mean, it is amazing what our prices for, um, you know, apartments have gone up to uh, for rental prices. And then when you look at someone purchasing a home and, you know, whether it's a home or a townhome or, you know, but they're purchasing a property and what they, their monthly payment is, I mean, nine, I would say majority of my clients, when they are purchasing from a rental situation, they're ahead, you know, you know, oh, yeah. and, and so, and they're like, I just saved. And it's like, they got a pay raise. <laughs> well, so. and just talk to somebody from California and, oh, and ask them what they think about our home prices here. We still have the, the most economical home prices in the country. Right. Uh, you still get more land here for in, in anywhere in the country. Yeah. Uh, we still have the most accessible Metroplex with the best traffic and everybody thinks traffic's heavy here. Well, just move somewhere else. Right. Uh, and uh, it's still, it's just a real estate's a great bargain here. And historically you can go back 10 years, 20 years, 50 years. Prices have always been firm here because of our economy. Uh, we don't get the huge, as big a upswing as they do in some markets. Right. You know, maybe prices only go up here 20% when they might've gone up 50% somewhere or 25%. Right. 
But guess what? They also don't come down either. Right. You know, they stay they stay flat. When other parts of the country are losing, we're staying flat because of our economy, because of our employment, and because yeah. of our diversified economy. Oh, definitely. I mean, we still have people coming here just by choice, and you know, because of the schools. You know, because a lot of companies, you know, did decide. You know, even you know, post COVID um, times where people were working more, you know, at home, they've decided to keep that pattern going. They saw more productivity. You know, the businesses didn't have to have as much office space. So it was a win-win for the uh, businesses. Um, and so with that, I've had clients that are chosen Dallas because they're like, well, when I do need to go, you know, somewhere, I can jump on a plane easy, you know, to somewhere, but the quality of life here is so much better than where I was coming from. My, you know, if they have a family, my kids are able to, I'm able to do, you know, give them much more than I could where we were living before. The the reason there's more Fortune 500 companies that are headquartered in Dallas and Houston than in New York City is because of our location. We're in the middle of the country. We've got the airport. We've got transportation. We've got the economy. We've got the stability that other parts of the country don't have. So this this Texas is where you want to be. And, oh, that, and Dallas is where you want well, to be. Well, and to bring another point, so we have all these people that are you know coming with their works and they you know have kids, but then the extended family, the grandparents are now coming here. They're not retiring in Florida or you know, um, or Arizona or you know, these you know, more you know, warmer what we've always said is the spots for them to retire, they're retiring here in Texas because they want to be, they want to be and be active in their grandkids' lives. So they travel and then they were like, well, we can travel anywhere. We just jump on a plane and go wherever we want to go, but we want to be involved. So they're moving here. (laughs) And they get more house for their money when they move here than than where they came from. Definitely, definitely they are. Um, You know, I was talking to a couple, last yesterday at one of my open houses and they um, are, you know, live in San Antonio, ended up buying something here near their grandkids and have decided it's a little bit too close. Like they're like within a few miles from them. So they're like, you know what, Dallas is so big and that, you know, we'd rather move a little bit further out, you know, a 30 minute, you know, commute is, it's comfortable. It's much a little bit more comfortable for us. Uh, being a few miles away is a little bit too close for comfort. <laughs> yeah, maybe a little too much babysitting for grandma yes, and grandpa yes, that yes, way. Yes. Maybe we'll move just a little further away. Yes. <laughs> Make it a little bit more of a, uh, we have to, you know, plan it. <laughs> of course, you know, the community, the Dallas community continues to grow. You know, we've, the new development we're seeing in Anna and Sherman and oh, yeah. Kaufman and and uh, all over the Metroplex, but it's still an easy commute back into the the work centers of oh, Dallas. Definitely. Plus, like you said a minute ago, so many folks work from home. Right. It doesn't really matter if you live in 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 Ferris or Kaufman or Forney or Wills Point. You can you, you can, can work from home. Oh, definitely. If you can get some value for your money and get a little bit of land, then oh, everybody's yeah. very interested in that. Oh, yes. And there are, I mean, you know, looking outside of, you know, I had a client go up to um, Crum um, and it was because the wife was, you know, commuting. She had um, a territory, um, including Oklahoma. So that was in Denton. And so she was like, you know, that's a good place for me. The husband's um, work was 
he was more on the road in different areas. So he wasn't ever in the same location all the time. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, they were like, we want, their big thing was they wanted land and they got, I mean, an amazing piece of property, which over the last year has, you know, appreciated, you know, that's just been one year. So. Yeah. Of course, as you well know, we've had a record boom the last couple of years of second homes and vacation homes. Oh yes. And it's still a great time to buy a lake house in in Dallas as well. Oh yeah. Uh, those prices have stabilized. Uh, there's more inventory for lake houses as well. Those interest rates for a second home are the same as for your primary residence. There is not a there's not a penalty for it being your second home. Okay. So it's a it's a great time for you to buy a second home as well. So those people that are feeling it's you know doomsday again, um, it is not. It is we just have to look at everything in a different perspective. But I think you know again when you put numbers to pay for and you look at the actual bottom lines you'll find that your bottom line is going to be generally the same yeah. regardless of what we are and you know you also then can take advantage of some programs that we weren't really looking at before so yeah home loans are still very affordable we just have to work the numbers yeah and uh, people are making really large down payments these days as well uh, and houses the prices have firmed up. You make a big down payment. Rates have gone up a little bit, but that that payment's still very workable, very manageable. Right. It's just not slowing folks down at all in Dallas. It's still a great. It's still a great time to buy. Don't okay. let that fool you. So, and let's talk about um, before we conclude on down payments. I know some people, you know, always feel like, oh, I've got to put the twenty percent down, um, and maybe they don't have it. You know, is there anything? You know, what's the Implication, especially with the interest rates, you know. Well, of course, 20% down has always been the myth. You right. Know, there's lots of programs for 5% down, 10% down. There's actually even lots of programs left for zero down that yeah. people don't know about. Uh, but private mortgage insurance, when you don't put down 20%, yeah. has become very affordable. It's very inexpensive. Mm -hmm. So we don't let PMI slow us down at all. It, it really doesn't make your payment that much higher. So PMI is very affordable. With the way house prices have appreciated, the PMI only lasts for a few years anyway. So right. it's not a long-term thing. But we have all sorts of programs uh, in the industry. Zero down if you're a veteran. Zero down if you're a physician. Mm -hmm. a zero down if you're low to moderate income. Zero down if you buy in a low-income census tract. Mm -hmm. Now, don't let the census tract fool you because there's lots of parts of Oak Cliff where there's million-dollar townhomes that is technically in a low-income census tract. Interesting. You can get zero down, even though you're buying a million dollar house because of the census tract that it's in. So always be sure and check with your lender. What, what is the census tract I'm buying in? So there's lots of special programs for less than 20% down. Of course, FHA has always been three and a half percent down. Fannie and Freddie have always had 3% down, 5% down. Uh, and I, we do as many 5% down loans every day as we do 20% down loans. Now, with the record equity that people have had from the homes they're selling, obviously a lot more folks are putting down 20% just because of the, the money they made off the sale. Correct, house. correct. Uh, so 20% down or more has become very popular, but you don't need 20% if you're that first time home buyer. Just there's lots of programs to explore depending on what your profession is, where you're going to buy. Well, so that's the food for thought is that you need to look at different programs now be more open, look at pencil to paper. Um, and 
if you're sitting on the fence and renting, this is the time. This is your time. The time that you've been waiting for. <laughs> and always call your realtor first. Yes, yes. That's where it all starts. Call your realtor. Yes. Well, thank you, Craig. This was so oh, educational. Wonderful. And I'm, like I said, Craig's information is there. So if you guys want to explore some different programs, give them a call. Cheers, Cheers. Beth. Cheers. Thanks for tuning in. If you'd like to contact Kimberly with your real estate needs, you can reach her at KimberlyWoodard.ebby.com. We hope you enjoyed our guest this week. And remember, don't just love your home, love your community.